A welcome to the Relationship Builder Podcast. I'm Dr. Kevin Skinner with my friend and colleague, Brett Williams. How are you today, Brett? You know, and I wish our uh, listening audience could see you in your hat. I don't know if I've ever seen you in a hat, but you're styling it. Yeah, something about some Mercedes Benz or something. I don't know what that is. But uh, anyway, welcome to uh, our listeners today. We're going to be talking about building trust in a relationship. And, and I want to get started by just maybe asking a question. Are you the kind of a person that just kind of inherently trusts people? Or are you the kind of a person that's kind of watches people's feet, you watch, observe, and then slowly let them into your world? Or are you the person who's like, I'm not letting anybody in. I don't, I don't trust anybody. Where would you put yourself on that spectrum of what we might call simple trust, where I just trust everybody in contrast with, you know, it's really hard for me to trust anybody. And I think that's a really good point because when when you get into a relationship, let's say it's a dating relationship or or maybe even a business relationship, you really don't know the person that well, right? You're starting to date, but but maybe you don't have a lot of information about them. And so during that early part of what might be a courtship, or if you were starting in a new company, you're kind of feeling your way through this. Can I trust you? Can I trust that what you say you're going to carry through with? Now, sometimes we just expect that people are going to be trustworthy. What that, that would what we would call simple trust. Mhm. Yeah, and and to that complex trust. If if I've been hurt by you or other people in the past, my natural defense system is going to say you need to be more attentive here. You need to pay a little bit more attention. And, and so I think that's a, our body and mind's way of saying, be careful. And so when, when people say, what, don't you trust me? Well, if there has been some form of hurt, let down, th- then I might not say I don't trust you, but I feel it inside of, I, I don't know if I can. And, and that's one of the things that obviously we deal with when we deal with sexual infidelity, sexual betrayal in relationships you know, one of the more difficult challenges that couples have is this rebuilding this trust with the the betraying partner. Sometimes I've heard them say, well, can't you trust me again? Well, trust in this situation is going to be what we refer to as it's going to be earned. 
You know, and I want to talk about some of the steps of building trust because I think, and, and I'm going to want to spend a little bit more time with this complex trust because many times people, um, because they've been hurt, they ask us this question, how do we rebuild the trust or how do we build trust in a relationship? And I'm going to say, if you have hurt your spouse in some way, and I don't necessarily need to define the way, but whatever way you've hurt your spouse when they're hurt, they're basically, their their defense system is saying, are you safe? And I can't determine if you're going to lie to me, if you're going to hurt me in some way. And so my, my natural response is to be a little bit skeptical. So I think if I've hurt you in a certain way, you need to be able to say, I need to give you time because I have hurt you. So I think the person who is offended in whatever way needs to acknowledge it's going to take time and they shouldn't just say, are you ever going to forgive me? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, in my research on uh, sexual infidelity and betrayal, one of the things that I've found is that when you have uh, gaslighting, uh, gaslighting is deception, uh, manipulation, minimization, uh, lies, deception in whatever way. When you when that occurs, uh, that breach really brings into question, who are you? Uh, can I trust you? And, and so if we're going to work on repairing this relationship, it really does, it needs to come from acknowledgement of deception. And in that acknowledgement, then trust can really, the foundation can start. So think about it. When we do, say, a, a disclosure. Now, if you're not f- familiar with the disclosure process, it's one of the things that we therapists do after sexual betrayal is we have the person who is betrayed write down the ways that they have lied, deceived, but also acted out while in this committed relationship. Now, sometimes we may be going even back further to kind of get a full history, but in that we're disclosing the ways that I've hurt you. And there's a power in that truth. And that's one of the steps that we often take to help rebuild relationship trust.
and and I know and I know that no go ahead Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's really, really important because the moment I take um, that uh, lie, that deception, and I acknowledge it, then I'm, I'm saying I want to rebuild trust by coming clean. And, and that's a process that's incredibly important for long-term healing and recovery. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the other part that I find is really critical here, and that is when you are, um, you've been deceived in some way. Well, one of the things that occurs is you hold back. And then, the, then and in holding back, it may not even be verbal, but what you're saying is, I'm not sure I trust you. And, 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 and so the betraying person in that situation or the person who's hurt the other person sometimes can go into the shame spiral, right? I'm afraid to talk about this. I don't, right? I'm, I'm embarrassed. And, and, and so they'll come out frustrated or angry and they'll use terms, right? You're, are you ever going to get over this? Hmm. And, and sometimes the, maybe that's what I feel. But, but what I know is that in that process of, of what we've talked about, of doing a disclosure, of, of showing the actions that I want your trust, that's really where we see the deeper changes. And, and so it's a heart that says, I recognize the pain I've created. I want to build distrust. I want a connection. Can you work with me? And, and I'm not asking you to forgive me today. I'm saying, let me show you. Let me earn that trust. And then we get into this concept of earning trust, which is, is, is a different concept because simple trust is just, I automatically trust you. Earning trust is, is, is through my actions, through my behaviors.
Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. That's right, that's right. And if we put that in, in that, what you're saying there, in allowing those emotions to come forward, anger, frustration, we're, we're creating a, a place that they can vent their hurts and pains. And, and, and I think that's where we see the greater progress. It's when I become defensive. It's when, and, and that's a harder thing to do. When you feel attacked, it's natural for us to attack back. So one way that we can build trust in a relationship is to hear the pain, feel the pain. And as you used the word earlier, empathy. Have empathy for the experience and for what they've been through. And in relationships, when we do that, we're basically saying, I want this to be better and I'm committed to making it better. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. That's right. So a couple of things I'd like to uh, have our listeners consider here. Uh, the first the first actually has to do with trust that um, it, it, it takes time. So when I talk with individuals, they'll say, well, how long is it going to take for, for you to trust, for me to have this trust? My suggestion is to forget time and focus on behavior. So concept number one, it's not about time. It's about behavior, consistent behavior over time. So you need consistency, predictability, because if we consider how the mind works, when I feel safe, I relax. When I don't feel safe, I feel overwhelmed I feel stressed. I'm more hyper-vigilant, anxious, worried. And, and so if you are the person who's trying to re- rebuild the trust, it's really going to be consistency so they can feel safe because the underlying principle of connection is always built upon safety. That's concept number one. Mm-hmm.
Mm -hmm. So concept number two, uh, and this is a harder one. It, it means that you have to be more transparent. And, and if we're going to build trust, transparency, um, vigorous honesty, uh, which means that some people uh, may need to let their partner view their phone. Now, some people say, no way, I'm not going to do that. Well, if you're not afraid of what's on your phone, then you're saying, I don't really care. I want your trust and, and I'll do whatever it takes. Now, obviously, if you have a business phone, that's a different thing with some confidential stuff. That's a different story. Nevertheless, having the transparency is absolutely critical. Some people say, well, you can't, you know, I don't, I don't care what you see. I don't care, you know, look, whatever. I'm an open book. Well, that's saying to the spouse, I, you can look at any time, whatever you want. And the spouse then says, okay, I know that they're, they're, they're willing to let me look. And it creates a place of safety. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, in summary, uh, the principle we're talking about is building trust in relationships. Now, let's be a little bit concrete here for a second. We've we've already talked about making sure that we are transparent making sure that we are consistently trying to show the behavior by just not hiding things. Now, what we're ultimately saying is trust in relationships is actually something we earn. It should not be expected. It's, it's earned. And a lot of times when, especially early in relationships, people sometimes think, you know, I can just trust. But it's a wise idea for all of us to observe behavior, watch the feet, not the mouth, because trust really comes in actions, not in words. And that would be my kind of my concluding thoughts is watch the feet, show the behavior, rather than just speak the behavior. Hmm. Great point. Great point. All right. Any, anything else, any final thoughts uh, for you today, Brett? Hmm.
Mm -hmm. And long-term, I would say, if you create a safe environment, uh, trust will happen. And so I would focus on creating a safe environment where it's predictable, reliable, consistent, and, and valuing. Uh, you know, we've talked in the past about showing empathy, feeling our partner's pain. And, and you know, it's going to be in part important, successful relationships, they have safety. It is always the foundation. And if you want to build trust in your relationship, it's going to be built around safety. And those, those would be my final thoughts. All right. Well, you've been listening to the Relationship Builder Podcast. Oh, Brett, you got one more comment. Yeah. And so if you have a question, the Relationship Builder Podcast, so relationshipbuilderpodcast at gmail.com. Again, relationshipbuilderpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to contact us, ask your questions. We'd love to hear from you. And if there's a topic you'd like us to cover, we're more than willing to do that. So thank you for listening to today's podcast. This has been the Relationship Builder Podcast with Dr. Kevin Skinner, my friend and colleague, Brett Williams. Remember, love is a choice. Make it every day.